Welcome to another edition of Pauly TV. I'm the champ, Pauly Malinaji. Today, I got a couple of guests. The first one is going to be hosting with me. I'm the champ, but this, this is the commish right here. Randy Gordon. For all you old school boxing fans, you guys will know Randy Gordon was the president of the New York State Athletic Commission from 88 to 95. Some glory years, some glorious times back then. He also has uh, some other accolades. Randy, what were you, uh, the editor-in-chief of oh, Ring Magazine? Boy. Uh, in a nutshell, there was World Boxing, International Boxing, Big Book of Boxing. There was also the Wrestler Inside Wrestling and Apartment House Wrestling, for those of you wrestling fans. Then we moved on to Ring Magazine. From there, we went to ESPN, USA Network, Madison Square Garden Network, and the New York State Athletic Commission, Sirius XM Radio, and now you and me. Randy, you're skipping one. My second pro fight. You did the in-ring post-fight interview. My I want, second pro fight. Absolutely. And you know what? I, we only found that recently. <laughs> yeah. Go to YouTube and check out Paulie Malinaji, and you'll see some of the early fights. You... Uh, at, what were you, I was, 19 years old? No, no, I was, I was 20 years old. Close. 20, 20, 20. years old, but I was, I, was, uh, I was a bit hyper. I was a bit too hyper. I mean, some people think I'm hyper now, but if you think <laughs> I'm hyper now, um, I, I, you shouldn't even watch this post-fight interview because I'm losing my mind in the post-fight interview. I don't know whether I was coming or going, but Randy's trying to calm me down. It's actually a funny memory now looking it's back great. at it. It's, uh, it was July 2001. Uh, and uh, it was my second pro fight. So Randy had all these accolades, and he was doing some uh, commentary on a, a local New, uh, New York show. And uh, he got me in the ring, and off I went. <laughs> but uh, you, as you also mentioned, you've got the show with uh, Jerry Cooney on series. I'm, sh I'm sure some of you know this as well. I I'm sure some of you uh, watching right now have probably heard uh, Randy on, on the radio with, uh, with Jerry. you got a weekly show? Every Monday, every Friday on Sirius XM, Channel 156. We're on from noon until 2 p.m. Eastern Time. So uh, it's just so much fun being around the old big puncher and Jerry Cooney and, and the young. Just it's still like you're 20 years old. You haven't I'm stopped. Far from 20. Yeah, he, you haven't stopped talking. And, no. I, and I mean, anybody who can out talk me is like, and you're in extra high gear. We love it. Well, I love it too. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying to stay young, at least in my mind, even if my body doesn't cooperate all the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah. So, champ, commish, and what do we have today? Who? Vargas Dynasty's back. Oh, Fernando Vargas Jr. What's going on, Fernando? Hey, what's up, Polly? Thank you for having me. Oh man, my pleasure. You know, we got to talk about your your fifth pro fight, your yes. American debut, your yeah. American debut again. You fought Cody Kabowski on the Thurman Barrios card. So how was it to make a, first of all, if you know, we'll jump right into it, man. Yeah, Last yeah. time I had you on, you know, you had your whole family on. We were yeah. discussing a lot of topics. Personally, I felt like I, I could have talked to you for like three hours. <laughs> I mean, I actually felt ashamed that I, I had to, we had to cut off the show because, and a lot, you know, it's funny. A lot of people that listen to that show tell me like, yo, I could have just listened to you. I got lost in time. Oh, yeah. It was, a, it was that kind of conversation. And truly, I, I felt the same way, man. I felt like I was vibing. Yeah, for in sure. Like, in like one of my like Italian cafes with That's espressos. Right. Just, just, <laughs> just vibing and just talking and chilling. I mean, it was that kind of conversation. Anybody that hasn't seen it yet, check it out. You know, uh, on Poly TV. We've got, we've still got it up on your YouTube. But, uh. Yeah, let's get into your uh, your your American debut, yeah. the pro fight. You know, we were talking about last time how uh, you, you were getting ready for that. Uh, first of all, how was it to have your American debut on such a big card? You know, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, sometimes you know, you've got guys, and we discussed this before, yeah. and we've discussed this uh, several times, even uh, off the air, where 
it's both a blessing and a curse to have uh, to come from a, the boxing pedigree that you come from. You yeah. know, the the blessing is more people pay attention to you than they normally would at this stage in your career. The curse is people expect more of you than they normally mm-hmm. would of, for a prospect of of where of, for a prospect of your level at this stage in your career. So you know, first and foremost, how do you handle it? And then we'll go ahead into the fight. Okay. No, it was definitely a blessing being there, man. Just knowing that I'm touching that soil, being there in Mandalay Bay. And a lot of fighters could say that. And uh, my dad fought some of his bigger fights there. <sighs> Trinidad, who could forget. Yep. I can't watch that fight personally because I'm his son. And it's like, that's my daddy, man. You know, and <laughs> the ref could have done a lot more things than he should have. You know, and just different things. My dad was unexperienced, so he took him to deep waters. And, my, you know, but at the end of the day, my dad fought and fought his ass off, and I feel that's what boxing fans respect him to this day. He was mobbed and loved, and I had people, and it, I wasn't even on the main card on the pay-per-view, and people were waiting after us. You know, my dad had the 90, there were some fans that had the 96 team with my dad, Floyd, you had Nate Jones, you had, you know, Zab is all, just to see how the fans really still love my dad to this day, I'm, I'm truly grateful, but it was definitely something that I took in, and I really couldn't, uh, um, take take it all in right then and there, but it was just something that felt so new to me. But it felt so right. You know what yeah. I mean? I know that I belong there, and I want to continue to prove to people that I belong there. Well, it's the dynasty, right? I mean, yeah. Like, you know, the it's like the next generation comes along, and you know, uh, I think places like the Mandalay Bay, where your father has main evented, uh, and, and some other places as well. Yeah. I mean, I think the goal would be for you and your brothers to main event there as well. Definitely. I mean, I would, you know, and it, 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 it just goes to show you how the past and the present come full circle in that way, you know? Uh, your father was loved. And it's funny, one of the reasons your father was loved because he was a no-excuse, no-BS kind of guy. So no like, BS. I also feel like the referee could have done more in that, in that fight. You, you know, know what I'm I, talking about? The so, low blows? But, like, course, come on, but, bro. But the funny thing is I've never heard your father in 20 years since ever complain about it. Like, you know that's what? the kind of guy he was. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the kind bro. of fighter he was. He was like, yeah. you know, you go at it and that's it. And I, I think I've told you this, you know, you see, we're going we're gonna to talk about your American yeah, debut, cool, but now cool. we're stuck on, on this fight. I don't know if you remember it, Randy, the, the, the Vargas Trinidad fight from 2000, for the year 2000. Absolutely. I, mean, I was ringside for that fight. <laughs> Whoa, I, mean, oh, I yelled myself hoarse. And, and by the way, by the way, I don't remember what fight it was, but you were about one year old. I was really young, Polly, right? <laughs> you, you were. Who would have known that about you know twenty years, twenty four years later, Something we're going to be like sitting that. in the studio interviewing you about his career, his about own career, about your career, which is on a on a fast track. Thank you. You know, coming from such a pedigree, your your father, you've got two younger brothers who are both looking like they're going to be stars. The future. They're the future. What kind of pressure does that, you know, Paulie asked you about the pressure. You know, do you have to be better than them? You know, do they, do they rib you? Like the other night, you had yourself, what was it, third round stoppage. Yes. Ray, give, give yourself a grade, A plus, A, where were you? I give myself a B minus. I thought I could have knocked him out. Why? Uh, because my dad was telling me touch a little bit because – the load-up shot, I was trying to do it from the outside, and you touched to cut the distance a little bit. When I reviewed the fight, I was like, ah, I see was what you're talking about. Was that the anxiety of wanting to look good I think so. in that American debut but on because, that stage? Because Polly, it's natural, bro. It's natural. You know, emotion I, plays into it. Some people, you know, that's the thing about people sure. get on my nerves about when they're on the couch. Like, oh, like, shit, be, be real. Bro, be real. you don't take the emotion into it. You got to take the emotion into it. Just to go off subject quickly, but actually comes into play, the... 
they made a movie about the the, the airline pilot Sully or Scully, whatever his yes. name was, the one that landed in the, in the, okay, in the Hudson you. River in, uh, in in New York, right? And remember, in, in the movie, they're talking about how they were trying to get him in trouble because he didn't have to land in the water. He could have mm-hmm. went back to LaGuardia. The Great plane could have landed. And at the end, they decide, they realize the computer model is not taking emotion into the into fact, right. factoring anything. When you mm-hmm. factor emotion, everything is a little bit delayed. Yeah. And that's what people at home sometimes when they're watching a fight don't take into account. You have to factor in emotion when it comes to decision-making of Definitely. these fights. And especially early in your career, especially being thrust into this spotlight so early in your career because of the, 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 the royalty of, of, your, of your last name, it, it plays into it. So tell us how about that. Tell look, us about that. Look, me and my brother, I, don't, I, know, I know you remember, me and Amado were supposed to headline that thing. Not headline, but I mean like as far as the Vargas Dynasty represent is mm-hmm. me and Amado. So I'm like, all right, cool. Suddenly One thing fight. leads to another. You know, I don't believe I could speak on that right now, but he wasn't able to fight for whatever reason. You know, fights fall through. Of course, especially stuff like early that. in your Boxing, career. It happens yeah. all the time. So I'm kind of like, I'm being real with you, bro. Like, all, everyone now, and I'm talking about everyone from Cali. You know, my we're from California. So yeah. you got deals and tias coming and support. And, and now it's only cut, you. And now it's only me. So now, and I was going to speak on that. Honestly, when you're there, bro, I don't. You can't think of, oh, I'm Fernando Vargas' son, and, oh, they're going to compare me to him. i got to be this extra badass. I, got, I don't think about that. I think about everything I did in camp. I ran Mount Charleston. I sparred at least three times a week. I'm the one that cut this weight. So at the end of the day, not to be, be boastful of myself, but it's me and they're fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't have time to think about that. People are going to talk about you whether you're good, bad, or doing terrible. People are going to talk about you at your funeral. So I had no time to really think about that. But before the fight, when I was getting my hands wrapped, because right now we're free agents. A lot of people think that we're signed to PBC because I fought there. But we have the choice and luxury to kind of move around here or kind of move around there. We're signed to Klimas. Uh, he has uh, Usyk and, 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 and uh, has Lomachenko. But at the end of the day, we could kind of move a little bit because wherever we go, regardless, people are going to tune in, like Polly said, because of our father. But do I, do, do, do I lie to you guys and say that I don't think about it? Of course not. <laughs> I do think about it, but you gotta, you gotta kind of. It's a double-edged sword. It helps you a lot, but yeah. they also critique you. Oh, I don't know. He should have got a knockout. Yeah. Oh, or or oh, uh, you know this. You could have got him out of there the first round. But I'm glad it went the the way it went because I was able to showcase my boxing ability. I was able to show my skills. Um, at the end of the day, I give myself a B minus because I didn't get the knockout. And because I let it go three rounds, I could have got him out of the first You're round. You're a tough teacher. You're a tough. I could have gone to the body more too, but. In a perfect world, that that's what I would have. That you know, you know, always got to be your own worst critic, no matter what. I think I want to get better. I think it keeps you hungry. It yes. keeps you getting. It keeps you motivated. But regardless, I'm still five and no five knockouts. Let's not get of that. Of course, true. yeah. Let, don't, let's not give any haters. TKO, RKO. No matter how you want. Okay, you know the 168 pounder Edgar Belanga. He went like 15 consecutive first round knockout, first round knockout, first round knockout. For he was on with us, telling us, Nah, there's no pressure here. He later told us, oh, my God, nah, for I sure was so is. glad that was over. You're 5-0, five, oh, five knockouts. You're going to be 6-0, oh, six knockouts. Sooner or later, Paulie and I are going to say to you, you're 8-0, oh, you're 10-0, oh, 10 knockouts. Are you feeling the pressure that maybe one day you're going to go eight rounds or something like that? Do you feel that all of a sudden now people are looking at you as a knockout puncher? You're going to knock out everybody. I don't care about that. It doesn't happen. I have power. I've had power since I was a little kid. I know i got power in both hands. My whole thing is this. The name of the game is to hit and not get hit, right? That's what my dad says. If I would have listened to my corner a little bit better and box, my, my, my father says, be smart first, 
before you use your pantalones, before you use your courage. You got to be smart in there. You start a fight, what? Boxing. You get hurt, you box. You end a fight, boxing. You can never go wrong boxing. What's so my, the saying? You guys say inteligente. Primero inteligente, luego valiente. So that's basically what it is translated. But my whole thing is this. I don't have a pressure to knock everyone out. No, nah, I'm not going to go ahead and give myself this stigma where I have to we'll live by it. We'll see when you're 9-0 with 9 knockouts. We'll be back at you. <laughs> but, but if it happens, it happens. Mm -hmm. All I want to do is continue to look better every fight and obviously, of course, continue to get the dub. And well, one here's another thing, too, you know, and, and something you're learning as well. Accolades don't come in the ring with you. They don't win fights for you. They don't. Your right. opponent really doesn't care about them at all. The guy, that's the most important thing. You know? Listen, I've knocked out Olympians, and I'm not going to put them out there like that. Olympians that, re that, that represented the United States. I've wobbled world champions current right now, top. And I'm not going to give you weight class, but, but I'm just letting you know right now. Now, I'm, not, I'm a type of fighter where... I'm not gonna put people's business out there like that. Yeah, I don't like that. My dad, my dad in my generation. You feel me? Your father's from no need to talk because sparring. You can't look at a highlight reel and say when it matters when the lights are on. How come you didn't do that then? There's so many fighters that my dad has seen. Oh my gosh, this guy in the gym throwing three, four, six, seven jabs, pullbacks. Uh, bye bye. You know you're looking sharp, getting people out of there, knocking them out. The lights come on. Yeah. The crowd, the energy, the small gloves. The small <laughs> they gloves. They hurt more. Man, they do hurt. <laughs> yeah. Man, but you know. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. But I do like knocking people out, though. <laughs> We're talking to Fernando Marcus. Jr. I'm trying to eat. Here's, I'm trying to eat. A, here's a question that you're 5-0. and oh. You've got so much ability, as you said. We all know it. Do you think you could be fast-tracked to a title, let's say, maybe within five more fights? Now, take a look at some guys like David Morrell. He is a freak, and I think he's ready for anybody at with five fights. You look at a guy like Lomachenko, first fight, he wanted a world title shot. But most guys don't do that. They need 15, 20 fights. What's your opinion on that? I'm going to trust my team, my management. My, my, my father, he knows when I'm ready. Even if I say, Dad, I could get him. Come on, dude. I'll, I'll, easy, I'll knock this dude out. I'll give him a box and I'll box my ears off. Nah, son. Wait a little bit more. Just wait. <laughs> Right. Trust me, I've, I've been here before. You know what my dad tells me? He says, son, I'm grabbing you by the hand. I said, come on, you want to make some money? You want to be world champion? Come on, come. And then this is what I do, because I'm a junior, and I think I know it all. Nah, dad, I got it. Yeah, Let me do like, it my it's way. A like, it's a new generation, baby. Let me show you. It's a little we bit, do it better. It's a little bit like Rocky Five. You know, yeah, with Tommy, Rocky Gun, five. Tommy Gunn wants to rush, and Rocky's <laughs> trying to hold him back. You yes. know, it's funny, because, you know, these things but do it's happen. True. Yeah, when you We're when talented. We got charisma. You know, the newer generation, we feel we could do it better than the past, but you got to give honor where honor's due, man. The, the former champions had that. Get up at five o'clock. I told my dad, Dad, what if I run at eight? I'm still getting my eight, 8 p.m. I'm still getting my run in. <laughs> nah, son. It's that old school. It's that old school yeah. that keeps you there, right, champ? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just my dad's old school it's like that. Base. It's principle based. It's principle based. It builds that backbone. Yeah. So I just feel with that, let's just say I'm ready nine, 10 fights, 11 fights. Okay. If my management says yes, let's do it. If my dad says yes, let's do it. If not, I'm going to listen to my team. Look at Floyd. He's robbing the bank. He's coming to every fight exhibition with ski masks because he's robbing the bank. And he knows he's robbing And he knows he is. And he's telling you at home And that we he's can say it. this. 
Floyd, you're not fighting real fighters. You're fighting YouTubers, man. He but you know what he's doing? He knows. But he knows. That's why he's robbing. That's why he's got the ski mask on. He knows he's playing everybody for fools. <laughs> and that's why you got to love it. No, you got to love it. I'm sorry. I can't knock it. I can't, I can't knock it. He's letting you know he's robbing the bank. And Jake Paul. Sneaking, and he's robbing you. Get me on your undercard, please. <laughs> <laughs> Where did, what, I got to know this. For, Get me on your for the fans who are watching you and hearing you for the very first time, you are, Paulie, this guy is like one of those, we, we say, a breath of fresh air. Well, yeah. What were Thank you, you like? Appreciate that. What were you like in school? Were you, and you got to be and honest the, And here, that's the thing. Were you the, the class bully? No. Were you, were I, you the class nerd? Were you the class bookworm? Were but he's, the, a, he's the a personality. But you see, like, I, I also feel like this comes from because your father basically was young been in front of the camera. Stuff. So I'm you've been around been, this yeah. stuff. Exactly. I was just going to say that. You got you grew up in this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because even if you weren't the one, he wasn't the one fighting and, and he wasn't the one in the front of the camera. His father was and he was with his father. Yeah. And he's watching it, you know. And, that, and those are the that first part. impressions well, of his mm -hmm. life. Were you the mm -hmm. popular kid in school? Everybody wanted to, like, kind of be around you and touch you. My friends that are girls never complained. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I mean. You got to have the right answer when the questions like that come, right? I don't know. I don't know. Now, where I'm going with this is, you know, Paulie and I see so many fighters out there who can fight. They were born without personalities. Mm, mm, it's mm, like we you were just talking about this. Drag it out of them. You are sitting here, and I'm like, oh my god, boxing has itself another new star. And, you know, for a guy Thank who's you. been around, Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier and everybody else, and Sugar Ray Leonard, I'm like. Oh my God, another one is here. Uh, another one is here. I, you know, I see it. I feel it. I've watched your fights. I know what you're made you. of. Um, don't change a thing. Just keep listening to your dad. And, that, and, that, and there's another thing. Though. I might change my hairstyle, though. I might do a little bangs like the 90s. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll play yeah, it. I'll yeah, play like it. your father. <laughs> but, but go ahead. Go ahead, Bobby. No, but I'll tell you one thing. The brash confidence, you got to be able to live and die with it. You have You know, to. here's the thing. It's going to attract people that love you, yeah. but it's also going to attract a lot of negativity. For sure. People are yeah. jealous and people don't like that too. You know yeah, what I the mean? The haters so, are out there. So, but, but I'm just like, if, if I didn't believe in myself, I, I should have so, played basketball or something. But, but, I, but Fernando, you could blame thing, people. But here's the thing. The, the reactions you're getting, that's the important thing. Well, even when I was young, I used to get so pissed. Mm. Like, I, I would play the bad guy, yeah. and they get mad, and people didn't like me. Yeah. yeah like, you can't have it both yeah, ways. Man. You right. know what I mean? Like, you want to be brash and confident. The important thing is they're, they're knowing you. They're talking about you. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yes, I kind of knew what people would tell me. Yo, they thought they're going to be talking about you. Yeah, but I'm like, man. Yep. They, they, then they take, they discredit me. They say I'm not as good. Mm. They say I'm, I'm not as good as I am and all this other stuff. But, bro, man, as long as they're talking about you, man. As long as they're talking about you. You know what I mean? But, but I you still know, got them talking about me. Somehow, I, I still got them talking about me. I don't even know how yeah. sometimes. You know, I that's just, the thing. You carry it. You carry it. You carry it. And eventually, you just make it happen in the ring. And that's it, man. They, they got to talk about you. They stay talking about you. A hundred percent. I feel like this, Paul, is like, you know what, man? I was talking to, I was talking to my brother about this, Emmy. And uh, the love outweighs the bad, man. Yeah, you have the people... Uh, there's something in your teeth. Like, they're trying to, but like, the see if you're perfect. Down like, in your bro, mind, though. <laughs> I have a booger in my nose. Yes. You're like, bro, like, bro, I'm human. I farted for sure. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But, but, you know what? You, know you feel me, bro? Yeah. Like, bro, what? you know, I remember Method Man doing an interview one time, and he said something like this. He was like, you know, people be like, like, I'm not a normal person. It's like, yeah. when you're, it's like when you're a kid, you look at people like it's larger in life. You're like your math teacher. And Method Man, I literally remember this about the interview. He goes, Method Man is in his prime in the Wu-Tang days. And he goes, like, he goes, like, picture your math teacher taking a shit. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like, he's like, and I'm like, and I was a kid, I'm like, 
Yeah, yeah. that's what he means. You know what I mean? Like you don't pick you like he's yeah. launching life figures, yeah. but they're just like you. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's like it's like it's like I was telling him. I said he was telling me actually. You know what, bro? He was like, you know what, bro? The love outweighs the bad. You know they, they're gonna they're gonna speak. They're gonna say whatever they want to say. But there's a lot more people that support us and love us than 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 outweigh the bad. You know, I'm not trying to be Floyd and and be like this villain, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna speak my mind. I'm gonna speak my mind a little bit. And I, I believe I, that's okay. You're going to get respected, loved, or hated for that, but it's okay. But people also want to hear your thoughts. For you sure. I mean, you don't want to be a, a robot, too. I think when you give your thoughts, yeah, you're going to have people that agree and disagree with right. you. But it's cool to give your thoughts. Yeah, it, it is. It becomes a talking point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like when I've given my thoughts, yeah, you, a lot of times people disagree or they agree. But it becomes a talking point. You know, people want to yeah. discuss what you think. You know what I mean? You, mm -hmm. gonna, you become enough of a polarizing figure. People are going to want to discuss what you think about something. Some people might call you a jerk off for thinking like yeah. that. Some people will be like, oh, he's the man. That's why he's the man because he thinks this way. You know, you're going to get it from way, both angles. That's kind of what public life, public having a public image is. And, you know, you're learning that. You're seeing that yeah. even early in your career. I want to go into the fight now. You know, mm -hmm. you, you give yourself a B minus. Personally, yeah. my favorite thing about that, yeah, okay, there's things you, oh, you're always going to be able to see that you can work on. Your reaction timing on, the, on those counters. You know what I mean? I, I, I even commented that on that Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just the timing because you practice it in the gym. It's all, I also see the mean streak there. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you're, mm. you're, not, you're, not, you're not timing them with just for the fact of time. You're timing with mean intentions, yeah. bad intentions coming Trying out Trying to knock him out, he's tough. Yeah. That dude some, was tough. They're going to get tougher and tougher, but nonetheless. He has to be Mexican, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, bro, I'll tell you this. As you raise the level of opponents. Yeah, they're going to get harder for sure. What I'm saying, not just harder. What I noticed and what I kind of always kept in mind, the resistance will be more. Like, yeah. Your early opponents, a couple of good shots. And they kind of, of they kind of lose. They get out of there or they kind of lose the desire to win. They kind of start surviving or whatever. Then as you get old, you get a little better. You got to hit them a little bit more to take that winning mentality mm. out. I call it the winning mentality. You can kind of see when a fighter doesn't have the winning mentality anymore, even if he's still there. Makes even sense. if he's sometimes they start to trying to survive, and it's it's it becomes a little harder to break the winning mentality out of them. But you do break it. Then you reach a world class level, bro. It's like it's like you're on par now, bro. Because mm. you, you don't break get the winning mentality broken out of you, mm. and they don't get the winning mentality broken out of them. And then it's a battle of skill, attrition, everything. But that's what all the money and all the fame is Come too, on, man. Now. That's why it's there. You know what I mean? That's but what that's you're trying what we, to get to. I, I, I got to work hard to get to where you where you got to, Polly. And people can say whatever they want to say about you, but you could say when you die today, you you're a world champion. Oh yeah, twice, 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 mofos, twice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what <laughs> I'm once. saying? Polly, man, you, you know, and a lot of people can say, oh, well, this he just commentates and this. no, he's a world champion twice. So don't forget it. You know, I love. And on a side note, I love when another world champion, a little older, when they see a current world champion or a world champion sees another world champion, and the homage that they give each other. Yeah. Yeah. Me, as, as I'm a boxing fan just looking now. Now I'm not even something of nobody now. Yes, it's a camaraderie. And, and, and I see that, and I'm like, oh, that's so beautiful, man. Like, you did what I did, and we accomplished the same things together, you know? Maybe not together, but we still accomplished our dream, which you is to hear and the new. You understand each other's mm -hmm. road the road each other each the footsteps each other yeah. each each one of us went through you know but i tell you from the on the same token as a fan this is me as a boxing mm. fan and i think i speak to all boxing fans when you start seeing the children of people you rooted for ah oh, that's dope. it also makes you a fan you know my what guy, I mean? your Polly. father is one of those fighters that had a lot of love from fans, you know what I mean? Because he had, he just had the personality and 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 the and the and the, the cojones, you know, the, the, the right. fighting machismo that people right. just love, you know. And I think um, 
personally speaking, I, like I said, I think I speak for a lot of fans when, when I say this, you know, you see the sons and you're like, oh, these kids are skilled, man. I'm like, oh, man, these are going to be fun guys to root for because you already rooted for your father. Right, you know what I mean? Right. So, so for me, it does make me feel old. You know, we talked about it before <laughs> when on the show. Part of your own. But at the same time, it's also cool to see, be able to get excited about the next generation. Yeah. Give us a reason to get a little bit more excited about the next generation. I mean, don't get me wrong. The 96 Olympians in general, I feel like they're a, they were a special bunch. And that they created a lot of championship level fighters. You got Floyd, you got Antonio Tarver, you got your, your father. David Reed became a world champion. Mm -hmm. I think uh, the David Mor was Morell on that team too. Uh, the I don't David remember. Morell. I don't think no, so. The, one, the one twelve pounder. Antonio Tarver. He was old though. He was like, he was but like me, old. But nonetheless, nonetheless, um, you know, it was a special group. And like special when I group, see yeah. like all of them like getting older, like I see, I, I see, I remember your father carrying you on his shoulders. Yeah, crazy, right? I yeah, remember really, that's the mental picture I have. <laughs> a lot of fans say that. A lot of fans say that. I remember Floyd after he beat Corrales with his daughter. Yeah. Now, now she's an adult. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, it's like yo, you see all this, and you're like, oh man, that's crazy. I'm old, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's crazy, you know. And when you start seeing. The, the children of your heroes, mm. you know, like start performing in boxing like you guys or even in other sports where you're like, damn, like, you know, like everybody talks about Steph Curry, man. I remember Del Curry playing basketball. You know what I mean? I remember Del Curry as a basketball player. People talk about Steph Curry. I'm like, yo, I'm old, man. <laughs> Del Curry's son is a superstar. You know what I mean? It's yeah, crazy. But man. at the same time, it gives you an extra excitement for the next phase of your life. You I know? appreciate you're, that, Polly. You're in this phase of your life, and I, I know what it's like. It's exciting. It's whatever. But even for somebody like me, I can't get excited for my own career anymore. It's over. It, it's you, a past. Man. But I've got a reason to be excited Thank about you. other careers like yours, you know, because I rooted for your father. And, like, I, I you know, Randy talks about he was ringside at, at the Trinidad fight. I, told, I, I think I told you guys when we were at the Jojo Diaz uh, versus Haney fight. Right. I remember when you, the night your father fought Trinidad, I fought a final of a New York tournament. Uh, it was the New York Metro tournament. Okay. And I remember it was the night of Trinidad Vargas fight. And I remember telling my friends, bro, man, I hope they put me on early enough when we I fight and we get to go to hell <laughs> yeah, home really. and fight. The, and well, I get this fight, man, get there before the main event. Man, as soon as I fought, I won the fight, got the hell out of there, went to my boy's house, and you, we turned it on just in time. Your father was breaking through that brick wall through his entrance. I mean, ju literally just in time for the so walkouts. You know, that's, that's all I awesome. saw. I didn't see the, like the pre-fight hype. I, right. I just saw the walkouts and then right, right to the ring, you know? And I remember thinking... And I think I told you this too. I remember thinking when your father got dropped, I mean, the second yeah. time he got dropped, I'm like, man, this sucks. Not because I, I was, you know, anti-Trinidad. I was rooting for Fernando, obviously. I was rooting for your father. He was, uh, he was you know, he, for me, I related to him more. Right. And I knew Trinidad was a badass. But I just felt this fight was such a good fight. And sometimes guys get clipped in the first round. And I feel like it can be such a great fight. And then people are never going to know. You know, because sometimes you just get caught. And when he goes down a second time, I'm like, man, this sucks. This would have been such a good fight. And now it's about to end in round one. And when you get a first-round knockout, you don't get no rematches. You know? And I was like, this sucks, man. I'm like, this would have been such a good fight. Like, this freaking sucks. And instead, man, this dude gets up and, yo, he lives up to it, man. He lives up. He gets up. He drops him in the fourth round. Yo, right that... There. That it was the fight. It was the fight that I was talking about. Twenty be your yeah, boy wait, wait, Campas wait. becoming the youngest. I'm sorry, yeah. but Canelo's not the youngest. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you why. <laughs> yeah. You know why? I don't. I don't. He fought uh, Ricky Hatton's brother at a catchweight. Yeah, it's not. It's not legitimate. One fifty four. No, nah, and, this and, is the and, youngest how, middleweight. And, and, and for a vacant title, I don't get how Hatton, uh, Matthew Hatton, for got got title. put in for a exactly. vacant title when he was never fought at the weight class. That's not. I don't. I didn't and not only that, a shout out to Bam, a campeon, and the new. I knew you were. Hey, it was a tough fight. I love the way you use angles like Loma. I see a lot of Loma in you, but um, yeah, that kid's a badass. You're the youngest. You're the youngest champion right now in boxing. So I want to take my hat off to you. 
my dad knows what that feels, and uh, I'm sure you're on top of the world, champ. So uh, shout out to RGBA and uh, Bam. But yeah, you know that did, fight was you crazy. Get that? This I, this is my very first tattoo. This was like that's nice work too, man. Like, what we did is that's work. your first. 18 hours, two sessions. Yo, shout out to the artist, man. Who, the one man. intro. The cool. one in, the one intro. Straight up, man. That's that's some nice work. Thank you. Man. That's not an easy piece to do. That's great work. And he man. got the emotion in it. You see the emotion, the, the details in the yeah. belt. I mean, he it's like, yo, he, that's a, that's some nice work, man. That's uh, good. Uh, people are like, what is that, Panda? No. My nickname is Papas. My dad would always have on his trunks Papas. <laughs> Papas, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he would have me, Papas, and then Prieto, which means dark kid, which is a model, the curly guy. Mm -hmm. um, and then he would have Emmy, Emmy or Emiliano on his trunks, and then China, the last one. But you know what, man? It's crazy because my dad, his career ended the way it ended. But I want to say this. You're damned if you get got it right, like Canelo. Oh, he should have fought Triple G earlier, and oh, he didn't, you know. So, so a guy that's managed and moved right gets criticized but someone who fights everyone super early gets criticized too he got he got fed to the to the wolves to the dogs but too early it's better to get there because i tell you what I, I used to tell people this i used to tell people if as long as you get there and win because if you get there early you You're make right. everybody have oh see okay he's gonna fight something then you get knocked off you get your career ended nobody's gonna ever talk about you again you can't you lose never got there yes you never got there never got it's there. better that they at least are talking about you yes. that's why i tell people about me you know what there's pros and cons to my career but i, I got i did enough to make people keep talking about me 100 if, if, if there's guys that they got rushed too much i'll tell you man there's a lot of guys super talented guys that when i was an amateur guys that were more talented than me that never made it you know mm. either they got rushed too much or something else happened nobody talks about them nobody will ever know their name nobody will ever know their name and that was my fear, man. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm glad that with the guys that were that were moving my career, guys like Johnny Boz early in my career. Shout out to Johnny Boz. Rest best. in peace. Rest, man, that guy was the man. I tell One you, I appreciate him. Friend. I appreciate him now. Awesome. More, more, more than I could have back then. Rest in peace to Johnny Boz. He was a a, a a boxing legend that not a lot of never got the credit he deserved. Mm. But you know, I'm glad. For, for certain for situations that got me there because I'll tell you when you don't get there yeah. nobody's ever gonna talk about you again that's it it's done and you get know how the boxing fans are oh of course they're cruel man. man I saw this thing on, on Box Raw I wanna show this to you uh, Polly mm -hmm. it says uh, let me pull it up so I know so I say word for word this is crazy and but it's true what, what site are you going for here this is this is an Instagram page. It, uh -huh. it says boxing has the greatest keyboard warriors. Oh yeah, and that's so hype. Oh, they yeah. can say whatever they the want to say about you, Polly. But at the end of the day, they're not doing no bare knuckle. They're not really fighting someone. They're not no. world champion. They're a fat. You know, I, I picture a boxing fan, a fat Mexican who's picking, <laughs> picking his belly bunny and carne asada. Like he, drunk. <laughs> he could throw five more jabs. Come on, dog. Come on, fool. He could have done this. Well, he can't punch or he yeah, can't like, yeah. Who cares? Or well, he got no chin or whatever. You know, you know, you you know you you know the name Pauli Malinaji. You you've heard of it, bro. So don't act like you don't know who it, who he is. So you can't keep everyone happy, but like yeah, you exactly. said, as long you as they can, talk you about keep you. People, you can make some of the people happy some of the time, but you can't make all of the people happy all of the time. That's right? it. That's I always perfect, try right? to live with that. I like that. It's true. It's and you know what, Polly? We were following each other on social media for a, for a good time before we actually met in person. So it's like I knew Polly, but I didn't know him. You know those people you follow, but you just and you mess with, and they Where like your you story. Where are you on Instagram so our viewers can get over yeah, let to you? Give Fernando it. Vargas underscore Junior. And I want to say this. Instagram, you need to verify me already because it's ridiculous. And I know lesser people than you better verify. You know what I'm if saying? If you're not verified, get this guy verified already. Man. My get, management get, 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 is verifying, together. Is, is, is doing everything to verify me, but it's like, it's a ridiculous now. I fought on PBC and anyways, that's a side note. But um, so I see Paulie at that Jojo Diaz and Devin Haney fight. He's right behind me. 
I'm like, yo, Polly. Oh shit, we started yeah. hugging each other yeah. like we met and yeah. like we've been longtime friends and it's the, the power of social media, right? Yeah. But Polly, I just take my hat off to you, man, because out of a lot of people in boxing, you know your you know your shit and you keep it a hundred, bro. And and I like I that. To. I try to. I like that. Know, people yeah. some sometimes people love the truth and sometimes people don't like the truth. Right? I mean, whatever it is, I'll give you. You'll know what I'm thinking. Yeah, hundred percent. People, whatever it is, you'll know what's on my mind. You know, you may agree, you may disagree. You're free to agree and disagree. For now, it's a free country. For you now, know what I mean, for now, <laughs> at least. We'll, we'll Fernando Vargas Jr. Yes. You are one of the bright, as I said, the bright young faces in the sport, the, the new breed, if you will. Let me throw a few names at you, and I'm sure you know all of them. Heavyweight, Jared Anderson. Oh, that boy. Do you think he's a future superstar? For sure. He's a superstar right now. And if you deny it, you're just, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he's you're beating around way, the bush. I mean, he's on his way. He's coming. Okay. Um, he's the best American power, heavyweight. He's for coming sure. Up, right? I mean, I don't think there's a, there's a better I still American remember, prospect huh, heavyweight huh, division. Huh. Knocking this dude out. Yeah, very good. Very good. Okay. I like him. This guy is, it's not that he's, he's a veteran. He's uh -huh. already a champion, but mm -hmm. he's so young and he's, he's moving up very quick. Could be pound for pound, number one very soon, Shakur Stevenson. Shakur Stevenson, very talented fighter. I honestly, before fights, and I'm being real with you, look at some of his, he's so sharp, the way he puts his punches. I like the way he comes up. Yeah. Uppercut two, three. Fundamentally. Fundamentally yeah. just sound. You know what he is? And my dad tells me. He's a distance fighter. He he's one of those fighters that knows his distance. Yep. He does every yeah. shot for him. He's scoring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he and knows he, his range. He knows his range. So two, two more you're, names. You're, but before we move on, okay. man, his brother was actually sparring. Yeah, Shakur at a young age, his brother Emiliano. Emiliano, sixteen years old, was sparring with Shakur. Oh, Stevenson. Right? How, and, how was that? Oh, and Amado too. Okay, how how was that experience for them? Or you know, we don't have them on the show. How was it for you to see that? You know, because was Shakur already a world champion? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. He was already world champion. Um, it was definitely like pay per view sparring, if you ask me. No cameras around. I mean, Woo! I was I Old was school, making. Man, I that's was the way. That's the way you come up, man. I was making sure. No, I'm big, bro. I'm big, big, you know, it's bro. It's harder in your generation, yeah. though, man. I remember in my generation, we have the gym wars right? at Lisa's gym. Oh, like my teen God. years and 20s. Fernando, and it was the easier. Gym wars you would have paid for. But it was easier to avoid the cameras. You know, everybody checking for cameras, cameras. You couldn't really. Now with these phones, everybody can sneak. It's so much, you must be so much harder. You got the You know, yeah. I don't know if they got it in their hat or some. You know what I mean? Look, so, so. No, it was good work. At the end of the day, of course, Shakur and Emmy had a great sparring session. Um... Emiliano did great, and, he, and, 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 and I know he looked at his corner after the round like, this boy's good, man. Hey, he's like, he's like, because they've been following, I think they follow each other, and he said, after they were done sparring, he hugs him, he said, this boy's going to be world champion, watch. Mm -hmm. and, and gave him, it's that respect that he gave him already at that age, like, this, this young boy could fight, you know what I mean? And, and my little brother's like Emichenko, we call him Emichenko, uses so many angles, uses that Canelo feint. I mean, every one of us is crazy. We don't try to fight like our father, like to to an ex, to the T. I don't look at fights and be like, okay, I want to fight just like my dad. No, we pull that. up. You, you can't you, even do that. You take I'm a can. slick southpaw. I go to the body, uh, you know, like Earl Spence. I, I'm sl I feel I'm slicker than Earl Spence, to be honest. I'm a power puncher. I'm a boxer puncher. Amado has a lot of my dad's. He'll take three, four punches to give his punches back. Very tough. Very um, rugged. And Emiliano, very. he'll give you the oohs and the ahs. If you've never seen boxing. Athleticism, yes. If you've never seen boxing, you, look, you want to see Emiliano Vargas. You're just like, wow, that is beautiful. How did he do that? Well, you're going to tell us all about them. I got two more young yeah. fighters for you. Tiafimo Lopez. I call him Tilo. 
<laughs> T. Low. Is he going to be better and better as a 140-pounder? Or do you think we've For seen sure. the best of him as a lightweight? Look, that goes, uh, that goes to his team. He, should never, he shouldn't have been fighting at that weight uh, for Cambosos. But I just feel, honestly, Cambosos, he's not a better skill fighter. I feel Tilfimo is a better fighter. Skill-wise, are you kidding me? But let, let his, emotions, his emotions got involved. You see it when the ref was trying to separate him the first round. He was like... Trying to tr- trying to just knock him out. No game plan. He wasn't using no jabs. Yeah. Just loading up because he let his emotions get involved. Had no game plan, and that's where he messed up. I feel he would have even knocked out Cambosis if he would have started boxing, been on his slippery, you know, Teofimo on his, you know. If you would have, if we would have started off with a game plan, a box, establish a jab, counter first. Then once he puts his punches together, then take him out of there. I feel it would have been an easy fight. He could have stopped him. Sixth, seventh, eighth round. But does that come to the maturity of Cambosos because of his age and experience and his veteran experience? Over but you can't knock Cambosos as well. The, no, you're over, right. Over the youth of of of, of Tofimo, because I'm I'm the same way. I thought going into the fight, Cambosos is super tough. But at the end of the day, I've Just seen skills Tofimo, pay the bills. I've, I've seen Tofimo be not only skilled but explosive and, yeah. and really have a a solid knowledge of how to set things up. And he came into this fight and to me. Look like late career Mike Tyson. Late career Mike mm. Tyson, I remember, was you used to just come into mm. fights and just look at God and knock guys out. He wasn't really Sick. setting anything up. Right. And and Tofimo has had knockout highlight reel knockouts where you you could easily fall in love with your Definitely. power. You know, like you could shoot as a fan, you could fall in love with that kind of power. You know, yeah. I, well, I know I did. I was like amazed by some of these Tofimo Lopez knockouts. So I think um, you know it, it played on his head a little bit. Cambosos knew how to play on that a little bit, and. You also got a guy where at this level, sometimes you got guys mm. like George Cambosos mm. who ain't going anywhere. You gotta, you you're might right. have to skill them because you you are not outmanning them in that way. You may be just as much man as you're them. Right. You may be able to go butt, butt heads like two rams and, and that way psychologically where you're not going to wilt to each other. You're not going to break to each other. But that, at that point, if you have the skills to make you superior, you have, you have to know, okay, this is the kind of fight where I've got to make it a skill fight because this guy is, is a ram, is a mm. hard-headed ram like I am. And I think Tofimo... Fell into that trap. He fell into that trap. Cambosos knew, okay, we're going to make this guy... Catching him in between the punches. Yes. We got to make this guy fight this kind of fight. Mm Because if we make him fight, his kind of fight is not to our advantage. And I feel like that's a little bit of of solid veteran intelligence from Cambosos. He's like, I'm going to beat this. Because Cambosos told us... I remember I did an interview with him. He told... We knew that. We were going into it, you know, reeling him into this. You know, kind of fishing him into this kind of fight, you know. And we kind of knew we were going to get him into this kind of fight. And that's that's a solid veteran right yeah. there. You know what I mean? That's a that's a sol- that's a solid veteran, and he's a world champion today for that reason. No, I take my hat off to Cambosos. He actually follows me. I follow him. Shout out to him. He's ferocious as well, man. Hey, congrats on that win. But as far as Teofimo, right? I just feel he didn't have a game plan. He didn't have a game plan. Fought with his emotions and fell in love with his power. But he's one of my favorite fighters. I'll tell you why. He's just so skillful, man. I mean, even the way he hits the bag a little bit. You know, I try looking at him, and and you know. Shadow boxing and and you know try, try to pick up on a few things that he does, but uh, he's a skillful fighter and I know he's gonna bounce back. And I think Tofimo Lopez could go as far as he wants to go. One hundred percent. Like I I think it comes down to his mental makeup and. His you think maturity. that Loma fight after after the Loma fight got to his head? Be real. He um, was telling us right after the Loma fight. He said, "I'm done at lightweight." How long ago was that? Two years ago. Man. He said, "I'm done." But that whole trailer stuff, and it dragged all the way two years or a yeah, year and a half. Yeah. That messed him up, and man. And I'll tell you what. Momentum. I was talking to Antonio Tarver about this last week, and he was saying he just never felt Cambosos came down from the celebration of that win. It was like, yeah, I won. And he never put his hands back down. You know, like, I won. Gotcha. Like this, and he, his hands never came back down to yeah, get ready to fight. You know, he yeah, kind of yeah. stayed in that mental championship, mental mode. Undisputed. But, but, and, yeah. but he never got back into fight mode. Yeah. And, and 
kind of just focus on, and that's the thing, what I tell people, your accolades don't win you the next fight. No, it doesn't, your, man. Your highlight reels don't win you the next fight. All those are in the past. Your next opponent never cares Look about Look at Brona Maidana. Yep, same thing. Come on, Same man. thing, same thing. Man. I feel he's more talented than Floyd. Remember I told you this? Broner, as far as natural skill, just his reaction time, the way, I mean, Broner is so skillful, but no discipline. Like the party, wanted to be a rapper, yeah, I mean, all this I mean, different you, stuff, you know, man. You, can't, about you, can't compart- you, you, you can't compartmentalize. You can't be everything, bro. <laughs> Fernando Vargas Jr., my final young fighter to okay. you, and, and I'm crazy about this guy. Okay. The way I'm becoming crazy about you with your personality and boxing. Thank you. Xander Zayas, welterweight, now junior middleweight. I don't think that junior middleweight. He's March 19th, it will be, I think, his last fight. I was with him last week in Florida. Okay. And I looked up at him and I said, you ain't 154. He said, one more fight. No, no, yeah. Hey, Xander, very talented. Shout out to Xander. He was actually uh, in the amateurs with my younger brothers. He kind of caught him towards the end before he went professional. Super talented fighter from Puerto Rico. Has charisma. Could really fight. He puts his punches in bunches, puts his punches together very well. He's fundamentally sound. I really like Xander. He's the future. Yo, man, we got, we got, we got a. We're already getting Fernando Jr. practicing his uh, analyst <laughs> oh, skills, man. Look at hey, 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 the hey, names. Paulie. He's giving us the analytical view, yo. I like if, it. If, if, if there's a good check, if there's a right amount of zeros to the right, not to the left, I'll do it. Tell <laughs> us about your brothers that we're yes. going to be meeting very, very soon. Amado el malvado Vargas. It means the evil one. Because he just wants to knock you out. Am I right? He just wants to knock you out. He doesn't care about... I mean, we're trying to get him a little more slip, slippery. Bro, we got to tell him box. Because he guys just like that complicate their yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you didn't have to take all those punches. He's like, I don't care. He, didn't, he never hurt me. But he's a very tough fighter. He did so good for this preparation where we're going to fight him Mandalay Bay uh, together. He got a, he got a, he dropped his sparring partner with the left hook to the body. Boom. It was looking so good, man. I was so... Mad he wasn't able to fight, but he's the future. Amado fights at 126. Mm-hmm. 126, watch out. Amado Vargas is coming. And then you got Emiliano Vargas that's gonna make his day his his pro debut splash. He's he has 130 amateur fights, nine-time national champion, um, and beats some of the best amateur fighters in the nation. And what weight is he? Uh he I don't know. He fights at a heavier weight than than, than Amado. I think he's gonna Campaign around 130. He's still growing. He's still growing. Yeah, he's, still growing. he's getting he's taller growing. than me. Yeah, he's only you know, like 17. Yeah, he. I, you, I'm passing by the restroom by him and he like kind of shoulder bumps me. I'm like, I'm your older brother, bro. You better watch out, bro. <laughs> Stay out of my weight class because because I'm trying to win, bro. You better not. You can't beat up your big bro. <laughs> you know, earlier, Paul. <laughs> nah, I love him, man. I love we, him. we were talking to you about what you were like in high school, class bully. Now you, nah. you know, the, the popular guy and everything. You said the girls never complain. In the Rocky movies, in Rocky One, which even you weren't even born when Rocky no. went, and I'm sure you've watched it. I wasn't even times. born when Rocky Five came out. <laughs> Hello. In Rocky One, he's hitting the bag, and his trainer Mickey says to him, "And what's with that pet shop dame?" And he's like, oh, "And what's woman. that? And what's that? What pet shop? That dame. pet shop dame. Oh, okay. dame was an old school word for a woman. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. She worked in a pet shop. He goes, "What's with that pet shop dame?" And he goes, oh, come on, Mick, we're just having a little fun. And he's, yeah, then let her train you. Women weaken legs. Yeah, man. What do you think? Is that old school? Do women weaken legs? Let me tell you something. I know boxing fans because they don't know anything for boxing. What Roger Mayweather said, most motherfuckers don't know shit about boxing. And it's true. If you've never fought, 
Oh yeah, you know what? Uh, you know what, nephew? I used to fight golden. Every everybody used to fight golden gloves. Like, bro, can you name another tournament besides golden gloves? Oh, you know. I'm, and then I just asked him this one. Well, wait. Oh, you know, it was so long ago that you know. Anyways, but it's just my whole thing is, I just feel, I don't know. Like, it's it depends. They they scared they scared the hell out of me, man. When I remember people saying the same thing, and I and. and for a big part of my career, I was very scared. But I don't I, like to have sex close to the fight. You know? My whole thing, my whole thing is is, is like this. I'm, I really got to think about this because it, some boxing fans could be like, "Well, if a dude, if that motherfucker's gonna beat you, he's gonna beat you regardless. It's man versus man. It don't matter." But I've sparred before where I'm like, it, like it works sometimes, and then sometimes exactly. you feel tired. And I'm being real. Your legs are like you're stretching out, and you're like. Man, like, what's going and, on? And then the psychology. It's the psychology. I feel the psychology. Start, people start talking ab about it. In my experience in this thing, it, at first, I was dead scared. Man, yeah. People had me scared, and that's it. I didn't want to have any sex anywhere near the fight. Then as my career wore on, I realized, you know, sometimes during camp, I was having sex right before right. sparring sessions. And it depended. Sometimes I had a great sparring session. That they See? Had to have sometimes sex. it works, sometimes but it so, wouldn't. You know what I started to realize later in my career was... When it would affect me in sparring was when my legs were already tired mm. before I had sex. Mm. You know, and my legs were already tired from the training. Already. So I should have been resting instead of having sex and weakening them more. If you were good and then had sex and you were, you were fine in that camp, you were not yep. sore, your legs were not tired, and you had sex, the next day you were still capable of, of reacting. Sometimes even better, to be right, honest with you. Right, Sometimes you were right. reacting even better. So I, I started to get less nervous about it, but... I still didn't want to have sex too close to the fight. But I'll tell you a story. Go ahead. When I fought Orlando Lauder in L.A. on the undercard of, uh, of Dawson versus Hopkins. Right, this one. is going to be a good one now. Yeah. And I remember I was, I was short. I was having trouble making the weight. I was like, man. So there was uh, one of my exes was in town, was in L.A. She, was, she actually came into the fight. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to work this weight off having sex, man, the night before the, <laughs> the weigh-in. So I, I, I convinced myself that it was okay. I, I, just, I didn't want to I was my, I was tired to make a weight and all this stuff. Tell Yo, me it's going to be good. I'll be honest. I'll be, it's the only time I did this. Only time I did this. I had sex the night before the weigh-in. Like I, I told her, I was like, I'm gonna do. I told her I'm gonna do all the work. I gotta sweat. I gotta do all. I told her. I told. I gotta do all. Yo, I. I'm telling you, it worked, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you, it worked. Like I lost the weight. And yo, in the fight, if you watched that fight, That's what I had funny, with Orlando, Lord, Orlando Lord at the time was 28-1. He ended up later becoming an opponent for people. He was 28-1. It was a fight before I, I won the world title with Sinchenko. So I, Orlando Lord was the fight that led to that. Orlando Lauder was 28-1. He was a Mexican Olympian, ex-Mexican wow, Olympian okay. at the time. You know, but he was, you know, he was brought in as the B-side nonetheless. Right. He clipped me with a good right hand in the first round. Like, and that oh, kind of woke me up. Okay. And then the rest of the fight, I, I just outboxed him. But I remember thinking after the fight, yo, my legs were good all 10 rounds. Like I was boxing real well. Right. It's like <laughs> so, hit or miss, right? Yeah. But I just feel, I just feel, why risk it? My whole thing is this. You're right. It's what are you coming into the ring with? Even weigh-ins. This guy's not letting me eat. This guy's not letting me fuck. This guy's not letting me. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. So if I'm not touching my girl for a whole two months, yeah. then 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 I gotta be, I gotta beat you up, my boy. Like yeah. I just I need that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't have a good meal. You can't do this. No. You're, you're thirsty. Yeah. You're in a bad mood. You know what it mood. is? Somebody gotta get it. Somebody, yeah. you know, somebody's gotta get it. So I just I'd rather not even mess with it. My dad's, like I said, very old school. So I don't even wanna. I don't even want to jeopardize it. I'm sacrificing more than you are. I'm, it's like kind of like what Floyd says, oh, I'm running at 2 a.m. I'm working out while you're sleeping. It's kind of like the psych psychological part mm -hmm. of the sport. So I don't do it. Well, good for you. But I, I believe that. 
And all the old-time guys from the custom mottos and the Gil Clancy's and Angelo Dundee's. Yeah, they didn't want to hear it. Always told They don't want to hear it. Those guys don't want to hear it. It's a sin. As a guy in a, you know, one pro fight and like 40 amateur fights, I knew that when I was training, if I messed around, it wasn't 7 o'clock in the evening. It was midnight, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. You were up. I could be playing you chess all night. Mm. It's Staying up all night. Yeah, yeah it and is. And your body, you're working hard. You're in that gym doing it's the everything. focus. Yeah, right. You need to train hard. You need to rest hard if you want. Well, well, even, even when I'm in, even, even when I'm in camp, I'm not going out with my homies. Gonna go get something to eat. I go home. Yep. Gym home. Gym home. Yep. It's it's a switch. Mm-hmm. So like Polly said, some days it may have helped me even more to maybe have sex because I'm more relaxed. I can flow a little better. But I just I'd rather not even mess with it because. I don't want it to be that night where I got a fight, and then it's messing up. And it me. might play on your head. It might play on your head. It's a tough fight. It's the eighth round. It's the final round. You got to dig down. You know that you got to win the round, and you start saying, Shh, "All night long, I was up last night." Yeah, and like it's a psychological, like a psychological thing. I'm the same way. I always, when I get my hands wrapped, it's always left. Whenever I put my gloves in, I was the same always way. left. Oh, left. Okay. Why? Why left? I, I used know. to. I, I always used to do my left because I'm a southpaw. So it's and that's the thing. Put in my I, lead I, hand. I, you I think, fought right hand, right. and I said. I, I, I said everything starts with the jab. Right. So I gotta put their hands right. That was my you psychology. Had a jab, bro. Yeah, that was my psychology. Everything starts with the jab, so I gotta wrap my left hand. Got first, it. Put the left glove on first. Got that was it. My, it's funny we have these weird, right? Subtle uh, superstitions. You yeah. Know? It's weird, like, but that's how I always did it. I want to switch up real yes, quick. Yes. Because otherwise, again, every time I got one of you here, we could talk forever. But I want to talk about you've been on FightStars.tv recently. Yeah. You got your own Vargas Vargas Tube channel. Tell us about that. You know, we want to broadcast that out there. We want people at home to know. Thank you. Yeah, follow us on Vargas Tube. We have a family. We have a family show, family YouTube channel. We're actually here. We're actually here in the same seats that you're sitting in. And we just want you guys to have, you know, uh, a background of us or a different side of us that you guys don't see. You guys just see us when we're there at the fights, taking pictures and being about the fans. But we want you to see us with our, you know, with our hair down. We want you to see some of the embarrassing moments. We want you to see... The personalities of each Vargas, because everyone when they see all three of us together, it's like Emmy, uh, Amado. It's like yeah, it's, I, it's I get it. Vargas, I don't even, I don't even say Vargas anything family, no more. Not just right. the Vargas boxers, you know. <laughs> so some of you fans confuse us, and and with the Vargas tube, you get to really be know us at a personal level. So please follow us on Vargas tube. Yeah, check that out, guys. You know what I'm saying? It's I appreciate a, that, Polly. Yeah, absolutely, so man. Love, gotta baby. give that. Gotta give those shoutouts, man. And that'll be it for Polly.tv. today. We had the Kamish, Randy Gordon. Fernando Vargas Jr. and the Vargas Dynasty, we keep talking. We'll keep talking forever. So you know what? I had, I had, a, I had, a, I had to cut down. I had to cut down the uh, the show again. Every time I got one of these dudes on the show, <laughs> one of the Vargas family, I got, I, I could, if I, I lose track of time if I don't, if I don't. We got love for you, Polly. No, I got no love worries. as well, man. I got hey, love as well. That's the way it is. We'll see you guys next time. You haven't seen the last of Fernando Vargas Jr. or his brothers. The Vargas Dynasty will continue. We want to have them on the show. Follow them on the Vargas Tube on YouTube. Check them out. Rainy the Kamish. I'm the champ, Paulie Malinaji. I'll see you next time.